a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Dear Minoc, Somewhere in hyperspace, our heroes, Bacta the clone soldier, Trist Valentine the sex-positive smuggler, Lintel Laroon, rogue scholar, Lenik Gilo, soft boy bounty hunter, and Tamlin Jaran, precious sweet baby boy, sit in the rooster-themed kitchen of the Minoc to answer your questions. Dear Miss Fisher, I am a Mandalorian with some major beef. Everyone on this blasted space rock looks almost identical. Have you ever tried blind dating when you look like the same as a third of the population? I have nightmare alert. It's so difficult trying to express who I am. I feel unique on the inside. I just don't know how to show it. I recently noticed your excellent skills with costume, makeup, and wig arrangements. Do you have any tips, techniques, or advice to help a poor Mandalorian stand out from the crowd? Help me, Carrie Fisher. You're my only hope. Signed, Misunderstood on Mandalore. Uh, well, misunderstood, and I assume that's spelled M-I-S-S space understood? No. Oh, misunderstood. Okay. Well, well, there's a missed opportunity. M-I-S-S space mis-ed opportunity. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So it sounds to me like you're asking two questions. One, makeup advice. Two, dating advice. I'll answer... The one that I know less about first, <laughs> dating advice. I don't date much to, I, I, I date a uh, little to never. He doesn't date. I have never dated anyone. So my advice to you is to be yourself and hope that someday you will just be sitting in a cafe reading a novel and you'll look up. Because you'll think you'll hear someone uh, calling out your order, and it won't be your order, but you'll catch eyes with a special someone across the cafe, and they'll also be reading the same book, and you'll you'll make longing eye contact, give a knowing nod, and go back to reading your book. But then, do you get? Do they, do you go talk to them at all? Or? Uh no. So no. wait, you're but then, and then they will eventually call your order, and you'll get your drink, and then you'll leave the cafe. How okay, is, but you're but you not but that's not dating. Well, it's a first step. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Okay. Uh, let's. Uh, how about you move on to the sure? Now I think it. You know, and makeup advice is hard to give via letter because I don't know your exact face shape. It's a human. Okay. They all have the same face shape. That okay. is not a nice wow. thing to say. It's true of the Mandalorian. I, well, Look, you're not okay, wrong, you're not wrong, but, but you it's, still shouldn't it's say it's not it. polite to say. All humans look the same. Okay, wow, well, no, no, no. That, you do not say that in mixed company, okay, pal, uh, or ever. I Don't mean, even think it. Uh, uh, I, Uncle Trist, I'm sure, would be upset about that. Yeah, but he, oh, okay. Everyone is different and unique in their own way, and some people just need to apply a lot of makeup to show how different they are. And now, what I would suggest is. Um, Oh, if you're going out at night, I would do a nice shadowy um, uh, eye shadow. And you don't want too much on the cheeks. It, it 
It's really easy to make it look overdone. You just want very light coloring to accentuate your cheekbones. And if you don't have cheekbones, you can add uh, some shadows in below where the cheekbones would be. And then you want to put some some lighter shades at the top of where the cheekbone would be to give the illusion correct to give the illusion of light hitting a bone that is making your skin to stick out farther. And, um, you know, if you're looking for a nice wig, I think it depends on the season. Autumn is lovely for nice orange and brown tones. And then summer, obviously, you're going to want to go blonde. And you know what? Sometimes in the winter, I don't even wear a wig. It's daring. And that's going to make them look different than other Mandalorians? Assuming that only one person takes my advice, yes. <laughs> <laughs> If, if if they all take your advice, you'll at least find a cross section. <laughs> yeah, like some of them will wear brown one day, and some people wear black the other day. That'll create some differences, at well, least. Misunderstood. I hope that helps you. Uh, so do I. Miss space understood. <laughs> Dear Lenik the Wise. Please forgive this humble request. I've heard tales of your great knowledge, intelligence, and all-round good taste, and I need your help. My wife is pregnant with our first child, and we cannot agree on a suitable name for our youngling. Can you suggest any good names with a strong, positive meaning behind them? Are there any names that we should avoid? Signed, Dead to Be on Dantooine. Uh, yeah, you should name your kid Tony. Care to elaborate on that a little bit? Um, yeah, my son's name is Tony, and I think it suits him very well. And I assume that your son would also be a space wolf. And that's a great name for a space wolf. It seems strong and powerful. Uh, Linux is not necessarily a male child. Yeah, it could be. Okay, well, then you can spell it T O N I. All right, well, he's got to say a checkmate. That is true. And names to avoid, I would say probably. I mean, you don't want to name your kid Trash Can or Meat Slop. Uh, I don't think those are really names, so I don't think that's really even (laughs) going to be an issue. So, yeah, I would say just stick to Tony and don't name your kid anything that isn't a name. Well, I'll throw it for names to avoid. Sheev? Yeah, I I feel like that is uh, probably not even allowed. If if you're in the hospital... The medical droid comes up, says, what are you going to name this kid? And you say, Sheev, that is a red flag. You probably get shot on point. Why? Uh, well. Uh, Oh, buddy. Uh, Back to, back to, (laughs) goes down on one knee, puts a hand on uh, Tamla's shoulder. It's the Emperor's stupid name. Oh. Yeah, it's a terrible name. We're not supposed to say stupid, are we? Well, if we're talking about the Emperor, it's okay. If we're talking about him and I have a suggestion. Yeah? Yeah? You're not supposed to name a kid poop <laughs> right that's another yeah. thing that's not that's a name exactly though. right that is not a name yeah. it's a good bit Thank it's you. a good bit if if trist were here he would be all over that bit yeah so to sum things up name your son or daughter tony and do not name it meat slop or toe bones or toe bones sounds kind of cool though <laughs> toe bones is okay to, you know what tony or toe bones or you can name it tony and then his nickname could be toe bones <laughs> That's awesome, actually. <laughs> Sounds like a biker. So, uh, helps, this helps you. Yeah, so if you're, so name your, name your kid Tony, and if your kid joins a street gang, his gang name will be Tobones. <laughs> <laughs> this one reads Dear Trist, 
Have you ever considered making your own lawn a fashionable kimonos for all occasions? I know where you might be able to get some cloth at cheap prices. Signed, the Tatooine Textile Bandit. The Tatooine Textile Bandit, huh? I'm going to call you TTB because nicknames are just one of my things. But TTB, uh, that's a very good question. I, I've never really thought of starting a line of kimonos. fashion kimonos. But, but more in the way that, like, I feel like... I'm more of the uh, Space Kardashian or Sp- Kim's Space Kardashian, and that like Kardashian, Kim Kardashian. I mean, I'm not gonna make anything, right? Like, I'm not gonna actually like sew kimonos. But if I wanted to be like the visionary who threw like the name on it and had someone else design them, I can very easily see myself like working out a deal with Space Mart to produce, you know, Trist Valentine kimonos. Well, I feel like that's very much the nature of the question because most people have a line of things like aren't really designing it anymore. Like, I don't believe that Michael Coruscant designs all of those things that you see on the shelves. Michael Coruscant is the person who started with design and founded the corporation, but he's no longer designing oh, I can see that if I'm running the company, though, I'm going to have significant levels of input. Like, I'm going to say, like, this one, like, more buckles. You could you could partner with a store, and it could be, like, Trist Valentine for Allmart. That's A-A-L-Mart. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can I could totally see myself doing that. Uh, the, the one thing that I'm not going to be doing is, like, front-loading a lot of capital. I'm not going to start, like, some sort of, like, space Etsy, you know, where I'm, you know, making, like, custom-made, personalized kimonos for people. Uh, can I can I say something real quick to to the tattooing textile bandit? TTB uh, tattooing textile bandit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, TTB. TTB. I'll let you know right now that I'm not fooled by you, and this was a very clear cash grab on your part. Yeah, uh, I think that's a sad thing about smuggling these days. Is <laughs> yeah, you know, we're 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 going around the galaxy trying to make a living, and there are so many people who are commercializing it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what's killing our industry. You think that commercialization is killing the smuggling industry? Yeah, I do. I happen to agree with you 100% and completely. Just wanted to make sure we all were stating our beliefs. That's why we're all best friends. So uh, thank you, TTB. (laughs) I think that what we've proven here today is that we're all best friends and that I'm not really willing to do a lot of hard work. And we're on to you. And we're absolutely on to you. Yeah, we're 100% on to you. Dear T. Valentine. I recently decided to become a smuggler. Wait, T. And Valentine? Sa- is that you? Why yeah. are they protecting my anonymity? I'm pretty op- I'm pretty open with the fact that my name's Trist Valentine. Also, the last name is more important, I yeah. think. <laughs> it is way more important. It's way more important. That's a really good point, Lenick. Dear T. Valentine. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, in but- the future, if you're trying to preserve our identities, which I'll respect, please, please put a... Put put a abbreviation for the last name, not not the first name, or use one of our many pseudonyms. Yeah, we we put a lot of aliases out there. It's probably not hard to find uh, if you just like trace back our names. Uh, it'll be attached to a hundred aliases. Yeah, absolutely. At least uh, for the record, you can just call me Lenik Gila. Okay, we're gonna have to work on that. Because <laughs> okay, so we're really committed to this alias thing, so we're not captured. That's a bad issue to raise with you. That's a bad issue to raise with you. That's on me. I recently decided to become a smuggler, 
And as a sign-up bonus, I was provided with my own smuggler vest. And don't get me wrong, I appreciate the gesture. And any sort of benefit package is great, right? But I don't know. Wearing a vest that immediately identifies me as a criminal, specifically one who is in possession of illegally acquired goods, seems kind of dumb. Especially now that stormtroopers are all over the Criffin place. I added the Criffin. I understand that you're on duty as a smuggler. You mm-hmm. wear a regulation vest. Can you explain why smuggler vests are a good idea and why I should wear one? What are clothing-oriented questions? Yeah. Did, did, no, also, did, well, go ahead. Did this person leave a name? I don't oh, know yeah, who, it is signed, dressed for success on Dantooine. Funny that he protected his identity, but he's also very concerned about people outing him. But he used your absolutely last, yeah, your real last name. Okay, D four ST. I'll shoot it to you straight now. I mean, as a lot of people know, uh, you know, Captain Trist Valentine, technically a smuggler, but famous for not wearing my smuggler's vest. Now I do wear it sometimes, but in the official. Picture in the official picture. You in the official are capacity the vest. of me being the captain of the ship, I will wear the vest. Usually, awards ceremony. But the, saying... Well, no, I have got an awards kimono. <laughs> but for most occasions, I go with a kimono. Now, here's the reason why. As of late, I haven't found myself smuggling as much. I found myself in more seduction slash danger episodes. Right. But as a smuggler. You really cannot get more pocket space than one of those vests. Now, I'll be thinking, and this is me being please. an outsider, as a soldier, I feel like something with a lot of sleeves would give you more place to put pockets. Now, when you say a lot of sleeves, I, in my opinion, two is the maximum number of sleeves that can go on any garment. Okay, well, well, that's what if- patently not true. Yeah, what if you're... Um- uh, the species like Dex. I don't remember what species he is. Yeah. But he's got four arms. Yeah, one of those ones. Great. So what we're talking about now is akin to me saying, all right, that's a good point, but what if you're wearing dog's clothes? You wouldn't be wearing dog's clothes because you're not a dog. If you are a dog... You don't know. You don't know. If, if you are a Tony, dog... Calm down. Or everyone's scare, you must still wear your standard issue smuggler's vest in a smuggling situation. I'll, I'll tell you why. So many pockets, so many hidden pockets. Maybe you have credentials in the right breast pocket and credentials in the left forward flat pocket for two totally different instances. Uh, I have a question. Please. By definition, wouldn't a vest not have any sleeves? Correct. I, I believe that Bacta was the one that brought up <laughs> yeah, all of the sleeve-related questions. If you had sleeves, you could put pockets on the sleeves. Oh, so you're would... saying it should be a smuggler shirt. Uh, yeah, I'm saying now, the that thing you'd about, probably be better off with a shirt. The thing about a smuggler's vest is... It's it doesn't, ex- it doesn't ex- matter how many arms you have. Sure, exactly. Anyone can wear them, and there's a lot of different races of smuggler. But it also maximizes the perceived pocket space. Now, if I showed up in a shirt with 14 sleeves all full of pockets, and I started pulling stuff out of pockets, people are going to be asking questions. Why so many sleeves? Why so many pockets on sleeves? Do you have a lot of illegal stuff in your pockets? You show up in a vest. People understand, okay? 
Vests have pockets. But I think this person's point was that the vest is a universal identifier, which you you yourself consented to in that. Sure. A lot of different species of smugglers, yep. all of them wear vests. If I'll see a person with a vest, I'll know they're a smuggler. Now see, that is a different part of the question. Now, the end of the question that they asked was about why do we wear the vest? Now, it's true, the vest does identify you as a smuggler, but it's a two-way street, okay? Because say you're in a bar, you're drinking, you know, your time went off, it's been a long day, and someone else in that bar is looking for a smuggler. Now, how are they going to know to approach you and get you to do a job for them if they don't know that you're a smuggler? Okay, that's a good point, but... You also don't want to be identified as a smuggler. You take the good with the bad, okay? Now, the Empire's in there. They're also looking for you because they're looking for a smuggler. But the Empire comes in. We got two stormtroopers. They're looking at a crowded bar. They see seven or eight guys, shoulder-length long uh, blonde hair with smuggler's vest. Uh, Valentine-esque looking people. Now you're confusing them with the sheer number of smugglers because of the uniformity. Just sort of like I can't have a beef with a single stormtrooper because they all look the same. Amen. You know, they put you in a lineup, they're never going to be able to tell who was smuggling. Well, Well, all the smugglers. Yeah, but which smugglers were smuggling the smuggle that you're uh, smuggling them for? Well, I feel like there was a point buried in all that, so... uh, I think it's to stay vest for success. That's a good one. I'll All think- right, I'll change my answer. <laughs> I think it's to stay vest for success. Does that do it? It does it. This one says, Dear Tristan Valentine, but it does put the Tristan Valentine in brackets. All right, skip it. It says, Dear Tristan Valentine, and then it starts the letter, Mr. Valentine? Question mark? I hope I have the right person. I think I might be getting some of your mail by mistake. I opened a box and I received the things I found inside, and they were upsetting. I was wondering if maybe you mistakenly got any of the stuff that I ordered from Space Amazon by mistake, as it is definitely looks like there was some type of error on my end. Signed, Vistin Trailentine, Corellian Kimono Solutions. Oh, no. Okay, so, yikes. His name was Vistin Tralentine? That is correct. Vistin Tralentine. Okay, Vistin Tralentine. I want to start out by saying that sounds a lot more like a name you'd find in Star Wars. Yeah, it sounds a little silly, though, because his last name is named after a holiday. Yeah, I mean, Valentine's Day. That's, uh, that's ridiculous. It was yeah. like a total corporate holiday, too. Right. But I guess I guess that person was a Jedi before. like, And that's why they uh, call it their holiday. Okay, Vincent Trallentine. It's Vistin Trallentine. All right, Vistin Trallentine. Look, buddy, you think you're the first person that's tried to pull the wool over my eyes, okay? I, I get your game, friend. I understand what you're doing, okay? You go, you pay your 200 space credits, you go to the courthouse, you get your name legally changed to something like Vincent Trallentine. Some, yeah, something like that. Or, you know, I've, oh, I've, I've heard them all, buddy. I have heard them all. We've got your Vincent Trallentines. We've got your Trinston Valenstrines. We've got your Vinston Trillenstines. 
okay? You can try it, but it's not going to work, okay? I, I know what you want, and you're one of those weirdo, sicko space perverts that's trying to get me to send them used kimonos, okay? Well, you know what, buddy? All you had to do was ask, okay? <laughs> and you could have paid the same credits that you took down to that courthouse. You know, you could have paid them directly to me, and I would send you some of my used kimonos. I have no shame, okay. and I like money. I'm disturbed by a number of the things that I'm hearing. I think chief of which are the fact that you've been receiving I got shipments. boxes full of Trinston Fallon finds. Boxes. You've been receiving shipments on the ship? Uh, yes, I have, yes. Uh, probably a reason that what we keep getting found, Trist, is that you're leaving a trail. No, those Space Amazon drones bring it directly to you, and they don't. They, they do not sell their information to the Empire. Are we not supposed to be getting deliveries on the ship? No, we are not supposed to Who be getting... Who said that and yeah, when? I feel like it's two I'll on feel like one it's at this obvious. point. Where do you think I'm getting all of my books? I'm I... in a book of the month club. I and I'm in a wine of the knife club. <laughs> which is every time they send you a knife, they'll also send you wine. That pairs well with the knife. A paring knife? Sharp wine. <laughs> Great, okay. Yes. Yeah, well, we... We should not be doing that. We should not be doing that at all. Well, then how am I going to get my Oprah Winfrey free Book of the Month Club books? And how am I going to get my Bowie and Maul back? <laughs> Bowie's a knife, not the, uh, got it. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> okay, uh, I just feel like we should be putting the security of ourselves and our ship before books space amazon and knives space amazon is very careful with customer very customer careful. information oh yeah one of the most protected ways that you can go okay so i'm just supposed to let this all be swept under the rug like, uh, right? sounds I good mean, to me it doesn't yeah. sound like it's even swept under the rug everybody knows and no it's objections fine. on this i'm end. fine with it are you fine with it absolutely are you fine with it okay so uh what about you uh uh Vincent Trallentine, you fine with it? Oh, yeah, I'm fine with it. See, Vincent's cool, too. See? So, in conclusion, Vincent, if you want to send 200 space credits, care of the Minoc... They're just called credits. ...in, <laughs> in space, uh, I will send you uh, one or two used kimonos for your pervert collection. Okay, so there we have it. We have set the price of a Trist Valentine official kimono. I'm sure well, that's what we have to make them now. <laughs> Yeah, maybe you'll get one for Valentine's Day. <laughs> All right. Dear Trist and Company, recently I received my first recently I've received my first Bantha. Well putting it through the initial paces through a twisting gully, some smart ass Jawa started badmouthing my beast. One thing led to another, and before I knew it we were surrounded by a group of our comrades and we set up and we've set up a drag race. More Bantha versus that Jawa's sand crawler in the two-mile stretch before Smuggler's Canyon. I need your advice on two fronts. Great. First, what's the best way to customize more Bantha to really catch the eye of the ladies? A colored dreadlocks the way to go? Chrome plating on the horns? I want every last from Mos Eisley to Jabba's Palace to swoon and want to be seen riding with me across the twin sun-soaked sand dunes. Second, how can I maximize my bantha for the upcoming race against the tenement on treads? Do you do you all recommend a diet and exercise regimen that, that ensures maximum speed? 
What do you recommend for the day of the race? Signed, Tricked Out Tuscan. So the race hasn't happened yet. Race hasn't happened yet. We're He's prepping coming to for Trist. the race. Okay. Yes. Critically beforehand by write- handwriting this letter mm-hmm. and sending us this letter. Well, I mean, to me, this is an absolute no-brainer, okay? Now, first of all, when we're talking about customizing your Bantha, do we go for performance, do we go for style, or do we go for speed? Well, the answer is neither of them. We go for sheer terror. You're going to want to make that thing look like a spooky monster, and that is going to drive fear into the heart of your enemies. Now, how do we make things look like a spooky monster is what I'm seeing everyone kind of uh, uh, saying to me with their eyes. Sure. Yeah. That's easy. Devil horns. Tattoo paint. Devil horns. (laughs) Devil horns. horns. Devil horns. Tattoo paint. Eye makeup. Leather, chains, some velvet, spikes, fire, clown hooves. Okay, the last clown one. Hooves? The last that would one. Slow it down. I panicked. I couldn't remember what the last one was. Cigarette burns. That's it. Cigarette burns. Cigarette burns. <laughs> okay, so you dress your bantha in these things, and it will look like the spooky beast of nightmares. Now, why would that be attractive to women? Because women want what they can't have. <laughs> and women spooky can't monsters. Have spooky monsters. I feel like spooky women monsters want... are always kidnapping women in no, our universe. No, 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 no. Women want what they shouldn't have, okay? So they see a spooky-ass monster, <laughs> and there is no way they're going to be keeping their mitts off of that monster. Also, it strikes fear into the heart of that sand-crawling sand... Stupid. That was bad. Sand-crawling sand stupid. That you're going to be racing against. Second part of your question. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Sand crawlers are stupid. They're terrible, slow, meandering things. Any Bantha will be able to beat it hands down in a race. You really don't have to worry about that part. The only thing that you should be concerned of in this race is making sure that Bantha is terrifyingly spooky and making sure you have a lot of protection in terms of Se- sexual protection, because you're, you're going to be beating them up, beating them up with with a s- stick when they come, come at you. Okay, the question I have for you, Trist, is did you own a bantha growing up? Never even touched one. <laughs> great. Good. Okay. Great. Dear Tristan Valentine, good space evening to you. Trist Valentine, Wait, hold, sex see, criminal. Space evening. See, people just, do say space. Just evening. Good, good, maybe good... Uh, Coruscant evening, good, good galactic standard evening. No, you say good space evening because in space you don't know when it's evening. Well, I think I think that when we're in space, when we're in space, are what, what are our clocks? Well, it's galactic standard time, right? So would it be set to galactic standard or the time zone that we just left from the planet that we came from? Probably uh, galactic I think standard. Yeah, galactic, galactic standard. standard. It's all based on Corellia. You know how they are. Coruscant, you mean? Coruscant, whatever. They're all in the same <laughs> yeah, galactic Yeah, whatever. Anyway, yeah. good space evening. Good space evening. That's where I stopped good listening. Evening. Good space good evening. evening to you, Trist Valentine, sex criminal. Thank and you for using quotations. Thank yeah. you. I know you can't read this, so hopefully one of the crew members help you with this. All right, asshole. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
Continue. From the research I've done on you, I learned many stories about your quote-unquote adventures. So I was wondering which of these quote-unquote adventures right, did you feel- getting pretty patronizing. <laughs> yeah, okay, he started off real nice. Normally, he said good space evening. Yeah, normally hostility starts with you. Yeah. And now we're getting it right up front. Uh, he said, which of these quote-unquote adventures did you feel ended worse? And then in parentheses, and just in case you can't pick up on those hints, what the worst rejection you've ever experienced? Oh, okay. So he was referring to your sexual prowess. Got and it. And that's signed Metty the Tiny Horse. What in blazes is a horse? I have no idea. Horse. 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 He was asking me, not of the misadventures that he knows about, ones that he doesn't know about. Ones that he doesn't know about. He wants to know about your greatest hits of, you know, tragic. Striking out. Striking out. Yeah, Yeah. so it sounds like he wants to know my, my, bar none, what my greatest miss was. He wants, yeah, he wants you to open up that little black book and go to the torn out pages. Well, first of all, as we all know, uh, Horasant. Uh, Trist Valentine has a 10 for 10 bat in a thousand hit ratio, okay? I always get my man, and I understand <laughs> what I said there, and but I meant, what I meant was, it's just a, a phrase. What I meant was I always get my woman, or alien, female, I always, it, it's going down, you know? It's going down. Okay, cause I'll feel like you've been, pretty resoundingly rejected by a lot of the women that we've met that you've initiated courtship with. So, okay, with. I'm glad that you brought that up because what I'm doing and what you're seeing me do is planting seeds, okay? Because I'm planting yeah, seeds. That's gross. What's that? That's gross. <laughs> yes, true, yes. That will grow and mature into, you know, real life. Boink, boink. I don't know what... You know, no. uh, okay. is that a pinwheel? What is that? Boink. Oh, like the seeds are gonna grow. The seeds are gonna grow. Going to grow into being a space DJ soundboard, and then Trist Valentine's gonna be eating space pig every day of the week. If you know what I'm saying? I think I do. You think you do? Yeah. Does everybody? I can tell by everyone's face that they all, we all pretty much are in agreement that that's, we know what I'm talking about. And also, I think if I had to guess what a space pig looks like, it's those things that Anakin rides on Naboo. (laughs) Those Those balloon creatures? Guinea pig things. Well, you know, while we're at it, if we're talking about some of my greatest misses, now I will not concede that this is a miss because I'm going to say that uh, this is a seed that I've planted for maybe later because it's possible she has a good-looking friend and I've endeared myself to her. But uh, there was a time, um, uh, Tatooine, uh, when I had slung a couple back. I was uh, blackout drunk and wasted on being uh, hammered by space beers. Um, <laughs> the way you describe that <laughs> doesn't make sense, but continue. <laughs> anyway, wasted ball being hammered. It sounds like somebody threw space beers at you. I you was, I was in a bad way. He was drunk off, not off of the alcohol, but drunk off of being drunk. Now I spent a considerable portion of this evening talking to a floor lamp that I thought was a beautiful woman. 
Now, after being rejected and second-degree burned several times by the young miss, I conceded that I would get a cab home. Now, what I did was I wandered into a stranger's car. (laughs) Turns out, stranger was a very beautiful woman. Um, Turns out, couldn't have been more wrong about what this stranger was. Uh, It was a Gamoran man, um, and he had supple long hair that made me question... Now, as it turns out, this was a wig. Um, okay, good morning in a wig. Good morning in a wig. I feel like that'd be pretty easy to spot. Couple of, couple of me, uh, you know, worming my way into their heart. Go back to their house. Now, he assumes that I'm going back to play space air hockey uh, because what I was saying in my drunken slur may have sounded a lot like space air hockey. I can assure you that was the furthest thing from my mind. But we get back to his place. I pass out on the floor. He puts a blanket on me, uh, leaves me a very lovely note, uh, cooks me a breakfast that, when I woke up, looked utterly disgusting. And uh, I left his house, and we've been, you know, kind of pin pals ever since. Hmm. Okay, I thought this was a seed that you were sowing. So that <laughs> You don't later- know, maybe this guy, maybe this guy who I tried to seduce has like a hot friend or something and later on you know they're at a bar he's talking about old trist valentine a really good guy who plays a mean game of air hockey and doesn't eat breakfast and suddenly (laughs) she falls madly head over heels wildly in love with me she's gotta have me seed matured i think that about answers the question yeah dear tamlin Lately, I've heard you've been spending a lot of time covered in a blanket of lizards. Have you, or your uncles, named any of these lizards? Which one is your favourite, and why? Signed, Lizard Lover on Lothal. Well, I have named many of the lizards, but I will say that it is difficult to tell the lizards apart. So, I might have named some of the lizards several times. Mostly, I refer to them by uncle and appearance at this point, as the names are moot. Yeah, uh, there are like two distinct lizards. There's the really little one. Yes. And the really big blobby one. Uh, those are the only ones that I can tell apart. I can tell them all apart. And the big one's name... Franklin. Because Lenick named it. Uncle Lenick named it Franklin. Yeah. And when I tried to name it to Mr. Pillow, he said I wasn't allowed to name it that because he was already named Franklin. Yeah. And the little one is named... Bort. Because it's just a good, strong name. (laughs) It's a great name. It's the most popular name for a reason. I think we all like Bort. So those are the names. And I think that Bort's my favorite because Bort is more active than the other lizards because Bort is like, he just like sits on my head a lot and he like climbs down. And the other... Well, they don't. They don't move, you know. Yeah, they're real sluggish. Like, like Uncle Pillow, he's a problem. Yeah, uh, 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 Franklin, Franklin, Tamlin, I'm you sorry. have to. Thank you. I'm sorry. Rules are rules. We have rules for a reason. What if we just started calling you Mr. Pillow all of a sudden? <laughs> that would be like a nickname. Oh yeah. Okay. So Franklin's nickname could be Mr. Pillow. But That's he doesn't. Fine. He doesn't really answer to it. He, I think we're really all in like agreement it. that his nickname is now Mr. Pillow. Mr. Pillow. Yeah. I think that sounds Great. good. Okay. Well, no, but <laughs> it seems like a win-win scenario, Linux. So we're just going to leave it there. Yeah, maybe win-win for us, but nobody's really taking Franklin's emotions into account here. You know, nobody's <laughs> nobody's considering how he feels. I c- but I know how Franklin feels. He feels like a little pillow. He's just I don't, like... I know. don't mean 
physically. I mean, emotionally. I don't know that he has those because they don't move a lot or do anything. No, they they do not. They are all lizards. Whoa. Wait a second. You don't think lizards have emotions? No, I do not. Okay, as the person in the room who is most most related to a lizard, I take offense to that. (laughs) I don't know. I'm kind of a slime ball. I feel like... You're amphibious, at least. Which is close to reptilian. Close. He's a, a uh, what is it? A reptile mammal. That They're a thing. What is that? The, the reptile mammal is a very common thing in this universe. That's your part oh, amphibian dude. and part reptile and part mammal. It's the normal, like, half of species are this. It's yeah, not weird. Yeah, but like, that feels like a category that the Empire came up with to codify two different things into one category because it's not human. No, they've been called reptile mammals for a long time. Thousands of years. Thousands of years. Well, okay, well the universe okay. is only 4,000 years old. <laughs> what? That's okay, not, that that's is not, but you, demonstrably false. Yeah, you said that wasn't right, Uncle Bacta. That's, uh, that's the most insane thing I've ever heard Yikes. You say. All right, guys. He keeps we don't. We do not this. have to get into this. Do but not, I feel buddy, like we do have to get into The universe is 4,000 years old. That's crazy. Buddy, they've studied the rings. You, they've studied the rings. You, do not listen to Why him. Why does he keep saying it, though, if it's not real? He is a ringist, which is a group of people who looks for rings don't of try, planets don't and try star to describe systems. what we do, although you are very close, and I do kind of want to hear <laughs> what you have to say. And counts the number of rings to try and determine the age of the galaxy. Okay, that is exactly correct. That <laughs> which is what we do. is madness. 4,000 years. I can trace it back to the day. Buddy, Jedi temples have been around for thousands, tens of thousands <laughs> okay. of years. All right, Jedi temples, sure. There, and so with much... the Force, too? Great. Yeah, when we get you to a library... I don't want to talk about this around Uncle Think Chris. about what a library is. Lie. To tell a mistruth. Brary. Okay. How would you know what's in a library, Trist? I've never been inside a library for that exact reason. I don't think that's the reason. The galaxy is 4,000 years old. This is not... This was not the question, by the way. This is just part of... <laughs> This is just part of something that we need to talk to Tamla yeah, about. Are there any fun names that you come up with some of the middle lizards? Well, so I named them all, like, so they're, it's all based on appearance. So, okay. So now uh, there's Red Splotch. Uh, red Splotch? He has, he's the one with the red splotch on him. And there's uh, Mr. Toenails, because his toenails are very, very long. I mean, they all kind of have long toenails, but his are really long. Yeah, should we trim those? And there's Mr. <laughs> little Toenails, and those are, like, they're little ones. And then and there's uh there's the long tail guy um he's kind of he's cool though and he doesn't he like he gets cold so he stays up on the pipes um so he's he can't really play with him but he has okay. a long tail tamlin tamlin okay i sorry guys i i told you over and over again naming people by their weirdest physical characteristic <laughs> is called naking and while it's a good strategy for a temporary hookup it does not help you build a lasting relationship okay you have to name these things not based off of physical characteristics but based off of emotional uh, attack points <laughs> attack what? points what are we minute, trying to wait say wait a minute for a longer relationship you you name people uh, not after their physical ah, deformities what, what's like, the word I'm, I'm looking for I have no idea weaknesses I think you said yeah there we go That's attack it. points weaknesses Weaknesses sounds better. So we'd call you, like, weird knees. No, that's if you wanted to neg him for a temporary hookup. And uh, that's good. Maybe it, it almost could, got me there. Maybe you, if you're going after something emotional, emotional. you could call him underdeveloped man-child. No, that's a compliment. Your knees are weird, though. They're weak knees. They're not good knees. It's uh, genetics, like, really. 
Deflects, right? Yeah. Because that's what he does. Gaslight. The... Yeah. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Gaslighter. That sounds like a superhero, like Spider Clone. Well, also, don't hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you'll get there. You'll get there, Tamlin. But remember, physical characteristics, that's out. Uh, okay. Well, then, I don't know. That I guess the lizards don't have names, and I'm sorry. Well, no, you got two names there. They're pretty good. Yeah, and Bort's the best one. Bort's the best one. That was a very good naming. Very good name. That's fine. Okay, let's uh, <laughs> let's bring this to a close. Thank you for uh, asking more questions about the lizards. Uh, it was great that... Tamlin got to answer a question. Yep, but buddy, it's eleven thirty, yeah. so it's bedtime, huh? No. All right, you're staying up. I love it. I love the energy. I <laughs> no, love this bunk. It is bedtime though. No. Because uh, you backed off of it. You backed you off of it. Get, I gotta go to bed. That's when you get to hear a story. So if you want to hear more stories, you'll have to go to bed. <laughs> I feel like if I stay up. I'm probably going to get a story anyway, so I'm going to stay up. If you go to bed right now, we will let you, for five minutes, play Bed Savers. <laughs> what game is this? Have you guys not seen Bed, bed Savers? Bed Savers is the best! I do, I do not, not like, like the sound this. Of this. You guys are going to love Bed Savers. Bed All Savers. right, everybody into the bedroom. <laughs> Lenik, get oven mitts. No. Oven mitts for everybody. You have no. to get the oven bed mitts. Bed Savers is a hot I game. I want the one with the chicken on it. You don't they get the chicken one. I get the chicken one. I won last time. No. No, you didn't win. You're gaslighting again. <laughs> Fair enough. I didn't think you'd remember. All right, I'm going to go put out whatever fire is about to happen. Thank you very much for writing in. <laughs> Dear Lenik, you seem like someone who is capable of always keeping himself entertained. Recently, I found myself in a pretty remote, swampy location without much to do or anyone to talk to. How would you keep yourself from getting bored in this situation? Thank you! Signed, Depressed on Dagobah. I guess what I would do, the three main things that I would do would be learn learn to cook, because yeah. you gotta eat, you gotta eat. Um, the second thing I would probably do would be just try and make friends with the locals, you know? There are snakes. Okay, I'm noticing a pattern here. What? All the things that you say you need to do to keep yourself entertained in like a completely isolated situation are things that you do all the time. Yeah, and I never feel sad or alone, ever. They don't have a lot of, um, like, survival elements or... Cooking, cooking. You need to eat food to survive. Everyone needs to eat. And who better to help you survive than a friend? Well, but what if there are not natives around? What do you do then? Oh, well, then you could make a, uh, like a snowman out of mud and... (laughs) Like a mud man. Yeah, a mud man. A mudman. And uh, draw a little face on it and do, you know, you could practice your makeup skills, your disguise skills. You could you could dress up the mudman as if he were a snowman or a cloud man. All kinds of things. That's what I would do. So really, uh, the only survival-oriented one is cooking. But like, I like that you're adding a flair to something that they need to do anyway. Well, is this even survival or is it coping with loneliness? I mean, the, I feel like the point wasn't like, how do I survive? It was, yeah, how do well, I cope with being alone? And bored. And bored. And bored, yeah. Do you have a phone or a communicator of any kind? What, me? That's- yeah, I have one. <laughs> I, I gave you my number and you never call, so. I talk to you all the time. Yeah, we were on open well, yeah, channels. We were on open channels all the time. 
I know, but you know, if you... I'm saying in this scenario, do you have a communicator or are you totally shut off? Like, no, that's... I have a communicator and I text you all the time and you never reply. Also, and it's we like... don't know either way because they're not going to respond because this was a handwritten letter. I know. I'm just I'm, I'm seeing if uh, what we all think in our in terms of you know group mind consensus here. Do you think that they have a communicator or do we think that they are? I do not believe they have a communicator. They're handwriting the... letters. I think Completely that they ha- isolated. I think that they have a communicator, but that. They only work within the, the planet, you know? We, oh, okay. We've talked about this before. Yeah, yeah, So they've got no long-range communication. Right. Well, there must be someone there, at least sometimes, to pick up mail to deliver. No, in That's the scenario... That's true. In the scenario, I think that they're... I'm sorry? Are you committed to that? I'm sorry, what? You 100% on scenario? Yeah. That's Kanan. <laughs> in the scenario, I don't believe that they uh, have any other living being on the planet then how did the letter get here how did the letter get here a mailman dropped it off message in a bottle a mailman dropped it off message in a bottle there are roving mail probes in your scenario scenario i'm sorry (laughs) thank you you can pronounce it the right way errant messages errant handwritten messages and go through the trouble of delivering them even with no paid postage you believe in the force and you're saying that my thing is crazy but doesn't linux uh doesn't his book club get delivered by a droid yeah this is what i'm saying yeah but his book club is really scarily good so maybe this person also belongs to that book club they should join one if they're not okay well there we go join a book club either way your advice <laughs> was to bake talk to snakes do mud makeup and, and join, join a, book, a club. book club yeah that sounds lovely i would love to do those things it doesn't sound half bad all right well i hope that helps you out depressed on dagobah that's real sad too you should seek help if you need help you know they wrote a letter what do you think they're doing <laughs> well no, but I'm no, I'm no, I'm an ama- amateur, you know. I'll you agree should, to that. You should, you should seek professional help if you're depressed. But uh, it's not all bad, I guess. I mean, we don't know this person's situation. It could be completely bad. And yeah, maybe you should look to the force for <laughs> okay, help with that. Don't belittle, this person might believe in the force. I'm saying you may as well pray to magic. All right, well, I think that's enough. What do you, what, what do you pray to? No, we're going to call it there. <laughs> Dear Trist Valentine, Thank you. I have trouble with my sibling that I hope you can help me with. In about every area I can think of, my other sibling surpasses me. They're brawnier than I am. They have more presence, a greater intellect, more cunning, more agile, greater willpower, everything. No matter how or where I succeed, I can't find happiness knowing that they have greater success. How can I find happiness when I find myself in their shadow? Signed, Overshadowed, Onosis. Well, that's a very good question. And I honestly, I think that it's all about perception. Like right now, your perception is that you'll never be able to find happiness until you overcome your, it sounds like, far superior sibling. Superior sibling, sibling, yeah. What you need to do is just recognize that in every storyline, there's lots of main quests and there's lots of side characters. You are a side character in your sibling's main quest, okay? That's That's just what it is. Now, you can certainly provide a lot of flavor to their life. Maybe pick up an interesting persona. Maybe pick up a debilitating, a addiction or a uh, some sort of bad habit like a gambling problem and give them an opportunity to rescue you from that yeah but usually yeah i mean either you get rescued from that or you go bad in the process and then you're the problem great at least that's another character flair for you i mean this way you're not just always going to be second best maybe you can be first worst yeah i mean but in a scenario like this i can only imagine somebody constantly leading their superior sibling into danger eventually destroying them the superior 
sibling? Yeah, yeah. Two well, birds, one stone. Then you get rid of the superior sibling. Oh, that's another option. If you wanted to, and I'm not... I rec- don't think we are allowed to. Are we allowed to discuss murder? Oh, God. Through this channel? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, Nobody said murder, okay? Yeah, well, it was heavily implied by the subject. Hey, heavily implied, don't pay the time. You know what I'm saying? This whole thing has been very negative. Look, I'm not saying... I am not saying kill your sibling. But if you were going to do it, you'd got to be smart about it, okay? okay? Do not leave a trace. Okay, we are off the topic. I mean, I guess at least Does anyone it... else have a What do you hire out-of-town shooters Tristan, to do? Then... You hire them to get out of town. Or you make it look like an accident. An right? improvised weapon. That's the easiest way to assassinate someone. I mean, nobody's going to blame you if you weren't able to save your superior sibling. They all know that you're the weak one, right? Yeah, maybe they're caught into a lava bridge and their uh, bottom legs are burned off with lava. Yeah, just, just be cool and don't let it consume your life and uh, dictate every choice you make ever, all the time. Just be cool. Just be cool. Be cool. It's fine. Everything's fine. We're all fine here. How are you? Well, they're horrible. They've got a <laughs> far superior sibling. How and are you? And now they're in the middle of contemplating sibling side. No, we do not know that they are thinking about that. Tristan, Tristan made that whole thing be a part of this. Uh, I never was... said anything about murder or sibling side. That was never part I of what I... I just feel like if I had the sibling, I would be very grateful, no matter how good they are, because I'm sure that they would love me and uh, that they don't think of me as an inferior sibling. That would be ridiculous. Yeah, but you don't know. I mean, some siblings like w- would vocalize it. You know, and and if you sometimes wake up in the middle of the night screaming, just just imagine that that you didn't that you didn't wake up in the middle of the night screaming, and maybe it was because you had a bad dream about something else, and you're not you're not you're not reliving it over and over again every night every time you go to sleep, and that's that's why you sit up and read books all night so that you don't have to fall asleep sometimes. Uh, these all sound like very passive ways of dealing with this problem. I, I problem? think an what active problem? an has- active approach is the best approach. I don't. Well, I don't see a problem. I don't. There's no problem. I certainly grew up with a sibling who, you know, was kind of in his shadow for a really long time, and I, I sort of got used to my role. Let, let me let me stop you right there. You are a clone. You, you didn't grow up with a sibling. That's I grew not, up with more siblings no. than you can that possibly is, imagine. That, that's that not. That counts. doesn't count. It has to. That doesn't count. It 100 percent counts. I, I'm I'm someone who has lost a sibling. That's uh, my little brother oh. died when he was very young. Goodness. And I was very young, and it's made me sad to to have lost him my whole life and i'm i'm certain that since you have had more time with your sibling that uh you what was this person overshadowed oh, you yeah. overshadowed you you would miss him very much if they were gone okay i feel like i'm gonna let that stand on its own i feel like there's a lot of advice buried in there lenick your eyes are puffy are you okay what you can't see both of my eyes you don't know that they're both puffy i have to go Tony! Also overshadowed, it's a big galaxy out there, so you can always, uh, you know, pick up your bags and stake your claim in a different part of it where people don't even know your sibling's name. And I appreciate you saying sibling, because in my mind, it's a sister. All right, that's enough. <laughs> Dear Lenick, I'm a huge fan of your books, and I haven't been able to put down the latest release of Memories on the Minoc series. I love how Trist, Bector, and Lintel are constantly getting into trouble but they can always count on their faithful friends, Lenick and Tony, to come to the rescue when things appear most dire. Do you have a personal favourite story where you save the Monarch crew from certain doom? Did you ever dream that you would become such a popular writer, just like your best friend and idol, Nimodian Sparks? Signed, Trevelyan to O'Connor, your biggest fan. 
Now, wait a minute. I've got so many follow-up yeah, questions. Yeah, I have a lot of questions. When did what? you do this? That's what? my first one. The book club works both ways. They deliver books and we send books out. Okay, so have you been writing about our clandestine adventures as we have been on the run from the Empire? Yeah, but don't don't worry. I used our real names, but I said that I changed the names to protect the innocent to throw them off. So it's not a big deal. So you think an Imperial Inspector is going to read one of your stories Mm -hmm. and read the section where you go, or change the names, and assume that all of the stories that seem to correspond with real events are fictional entirely. Who would be so stupid to use someone's real name when they're telling stories like that? I don't know, Lenick. Who would? Nobody. It's a genius plan. Plus, because I submit books, every book that I get through the book club is free. It sounds like a great deal It for is you. a great deal. It's a fantastic deal. Don't worry. You guys can borrow the books. You didn't write about Tamlin, did you? Of course I did. What? Why would I leave him out? You what? can't do that anymore. Lenick, this is very, very bad. Okay, well, let me... There are just four more books that I need to write to tie up his loose ends, and then I'll stop writing about him. Oh, my God. What, what, what is going to happen in your next book? It does not matter narratively. If, if it's a clean break, you just need to make it as tragic as possible, having killed off the character right now so people don't think he exists anymore. <sighs> But you're not killing off Trist. Let's just be clear about that. Uh, (laughs) I don't want him dying. Trist died three books ago. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry, what? Trist died three books ago. Your fans said, you save us in this... He comes back, right? No, no, he died. uh, His body was ripped limb from limb. You can come back from that. No, he was... His butt, and then his torso was sliced in half. Whoa, 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 what about the what about the thing? What about the thing? Where the the the, the yeah, force? General Grievous. The force. Oh, the force. The force that can bring him back. You bring him back with the force. Here, take, get, sit down. Right, right, right. This. Right, you're gonna lie. No, you. I'll, God, I have another gun for you, buddy. You are focusing on the wrong thing. Also, here's the here's a. I do not mind that you are probably making us look like fools, but consider consider that in doing that, you are selling yourself to be something quite dangerous. Down the line, someone who has read these and is chasing after you would know what to expect. Yeah, I know. They're gonna think I'm dead. They're gonna think I'm dead. Okay. Isn't that good? Oh, what? If they think you're dead, you can dramatically reveal yourself not to be the, not dead. Not in the books, though. You're definitely dead for good in the books. Do you know how many women who read these books are going to be Relieved? inconsolable <laughs> with their grief that Trist Valentine is dead? No. In fact, when that book came out, I got more fan mail than I've ever gotten for every Let, other I book. I want to see the fan mail. Here, look. It's in this huge sack. You this... can read all of it. Dear well, Nick I Nilo, don't think I can, greatly but... support your choice killing off the lecherous scum <laughs> Tristan Valentine. He's been ruining my experience of your otherwise fantastic books. It just goes on. It's That one's eight pages long. I have a lot of jealous exes. I will say that. Scorned and spurned. And that's on me. And I, you know what? I I should write her back. No, no, you should not do that. You cannot do that. I will not let you do I that. I guarantee that I can. I need a pen and to know some letters. <laughs> Because this is in a language that I just don't read. Yeah, it's Arabesh. That's Arabesh. This is Arabesh. Yeah. This is Arabesh. I read this. I'm going to be in my room writing a letter. So, Do you even know how to use a pen? Yeah, I know how to use a pen. Make the, make the point come out of this pen. That's a trick question. No, it's not. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, 
I'm going to have to catch up on reading, I guess, to know how much information has been given away in these books. I told you I already – it's fine. Everything's fine. I kept all the names exactly the same. Also, you didn't answer the question. You wanted a favorite story. Oh, well, probably the one where you died. Was it at least cool? <laughs> uh, yeah, it was really cool. You guys were all captured, not okay. on purpose. And then I got myself captured on purpose. There's a twist. I, got, I came in. I said, guys, there's only one way to get out of here, and that's to sacrifice Trist. And then you got cut up into a bunch of little pieces, and we all got out fine. Is this about all the bug face stuff? Wait a minute. So your hero intentionally decided to let Trist die? It was the noble choice. Well, Trist is really actually coming off pretty bad in these pages, so I can see <laughs> how that might... You know, fiction's fiction, so... Every single line that you said in any book was an actual thing that you said in real life. I could fill up four books with just my B-roll, baby, okay? I cannot believe that on this page right here, he said that exact saying. Yeah. You, say you that, can't use any of that you stuff. Say that From here time. on out, you can't use any That's of that. That's fine. You're dead in the books. I, I a, never have to use one of your lines again. I well, have I another question. Have you been saying that Lemoidian Sparks is your best friend within these books? But yeah. he's like a real person. So isn't that like, for copyright reasons, you might not want to do that much anymore. Look, it's fine. It's fine. Unless it's, it's parody fine. and then it's all protected. It's not parody. You were written exactly how you are in real life. <laughs> yeah, but I'm kind of a parody of a person. I wish. Okay, <laughs> that's enough. <laughs> Thank you so much for writing fan mail, Orcus. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Uh, keep on reading. I'll keep on writing. Dear Lenik Gilo. Ooh. Okay, that's me. I recently acquired a new pet on Tatooine. He's a slug-like creature, quite large in fact, and I was wondering if you had any advice on caring for it. I currently have it in my cargo hold because it's the only place on my ship that's large enough. Unfortunately, he won't stop complaining and I've caught him several times playing with the communications panel. I've had to apologize several times to Mr. Boba, who seems to be a pretty grumpy fellow. Any advice would be helpful. I'm pretty sure you kidnapped a hut. They definitely kidnapped and, a hut. And he's a prisoner. You should let him go. Yeah, this sounds like this no. is a sentient being. People. That is not a pet. Yeah. That is a, that is a, a, at best, at best a hostage. <laughs> at worst a slave. At worst you're a slave owner. And would to the wise, uh, pits don't complain. Yeah. No, they whine. not true. <laughs> I think we need to also go through, I mean, the hut, the, what, the, is it the syndicate of, it's not the syndicate, what is it, what is it's it a crime family. It's crime family, so it's sort of like a syndicate. What word are you looking for? I'm looking for whatever the word is, what they call themselves. They have a, they have a name for what they, Nalhata, all of the... Yeah, I think it's a, a gang. Hut family. Right, yeah, a gang, a gang. They're sure. The family of They're huts definitely gangsters. That rule Nalhata and hut space uh, are extremely dangerous. And once they find out that you have kidnapped one of them, uh, they're going to kill you. So so I'm, now you're well, dealing with that. I'm trying to picture even the situation that cropped up where he managed to snag one in the first place. On the bright side, snail mail takes so long to get from sh- ship to pun? ship. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Okay. Uh, the person who wrote this letter is probably dead. That's really true, too, because a lot of them are uh, cannibals, right? So they A might lot of have people just... who write letters are cannibals? No, a lot of huts. No, oh, interesting. You, so it's safe to learn how to read and write. So they eat other huts, so now we're assuming that this is a hut? That... No, no, I'm just saying they eat sentient beings. They... Does that make you does a cannibal? It, does it make no, you that cannibal? doesn't make you a cannibal. I feel like that's not a cannibal. Wait, cannib- you, if you eat something that can think, you're a cannibal? I, I don't no, I don't know what so. the word is for that. Then. I think just no, no, no. I think that's person. what I meant. Just like you're an asshole. <laughs> you, <do laughs> well, you, eat, you eat, like, 
I don't know, fish and pork, right? And those animals can think. They're not that smart. But yeah, but Gamorians not, are I don't smart. think that they're capable of like that civilization, you know? Like Here's a question. Is it cannibalism to eat a cushibon? Yes. They yes. don't use I mean, tools. Wait, wait. Is it cannibalism? No. No, if it's you're not. if you're a cushibon, then yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I think you have to be in the species. I agree, I agree. I, I revoke saying cannibal. That is I, I don't know what the word. Alright, if you want to use your revocation. Okay, okay. I'm using it right now. Better, <laughs> better question, better question. You are the last survivor on the Minoc. You have to eat one person to survive. All of our bodies are perfectly preserved. Who do you eat? Tamlin. Oh, everybody is already <laughs> Wait, why? why? Okay, why? no, no. It's like veal. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a good thing he's asleep right now. Okay. Well, so yeah, it sounds like this person. Um... Wait, nobody else answered. The question was only to you. <laughs> it sounds like this person is a slave owner. Yeah, I also don't understand their fundamental owner. misunderstanding. <laughs> They've been on Tatooine, obviously, and they okay. don't know what a hut is. Also, the, the hut has been talking to them and they <laughs> yeah. know that. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Hey, been, hey, complaining. Complaining. Let, me, let me go. I'm a prisoner right now. She even tried to use the communications to escape. Yeah, that's... Well, they might be a little bit confused because it's probably not speaking basic. Okay. Maybe this... But they've been the, trying was to the use letter the written communicator. In basic? Yeah. Was the letter written in basic? Yeah, the letter was written in basic, but what I'm saying is the hut probably doesn't speak basic. That's true. That could be true, but you know what? It's... <sighs> I feel like maybe it's a little unreasonable that this hut wouldn't know basic. This... this no, I this is like a backwards no, so country of, well, the hut, no, the hut huts, might know basic, but wouldn't speak basic. Jabba refuses to speak basic. What if Jabba was taken prisoner? Would he would he still refuse? Mm. And also, has this person never heard another language besides basic? Here's the thing. This might be working to this person's advantage. Perhaps Jabba or Timo, because they are two huts operating on Tatooine right now, don't want any competition. So maybe they snag this hut up, and if this person goes to one of them, you know, they'll want to take care of the situation. But it's a crime family, so, I mean, there is a, a certain amount of infighting, but it's it's a sort of like we can insult each other, but you cannot insult us. Sort of yeah, thing. And this right. is all Family. assuming that this guy isn't dead already, which he probably is. probably is. probably yeah. There's and no if he's way. not yet, he's going to be soon. Yeah. yeah. It Bosk brings is... us to an interesting question, which is how hard do we have to work at answering questions <laughs> if we suspect that the writer of the question <laughs> is most likely dead? I like that we were answering a different question. Well, at least Linick was. Yes. Yeah. The question was just for Linick. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I guess uh, can anyone else not believe that he said? Tamlin? I mean, come well, on. Well, who else? What would you say? Everybody else was dead. I think I would... No. Question's no, not for us. It's not for us, so I can't <laughs> so, even answer. So, dumping cargo, I guess the answer is Lenik would eat Tamlin. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Lenik. Ooh, another one. I'll need some advice on a love that is truly meant to be. I love him with a passion greater than any force in the universe. I've been corresponding with him for some time now. And after a few very personal letters, and even him sending me a beautiful wreath of roses with an amazingly skillful design. And they say you know him pretty well, and have traveled with him. I love his adventurous nature, brave and very heroic decisions, beautiful eyes, quick wit, creative soul, rugged lover spirit, and I plan to marry your friend and comrade, the beautiful talented Nimodian Sparks. He hasn't given me his address because he fears some of his fans might be crazy. But the, uh, but they don't know him like I do. He said he would even put me in his next book. I had heard that the president 
of the Minodi- the Nimodian Sparks um, uh, Monarch chapter had met him. I'll just need his address or com number so we can be together forever. Maybe he'll quit rotting and devote his rotting his rotting time to poems for me as we sip pink nebulas together under the moonlight. Make me the happiest girl in the universe and please help this meant-to-be love connection. Don't be jealous. I'm sure you can see he was meant for me. Signed, Spock Soulmate on Salona. Next question. <laughs> Leave- we can't. We just spent last week trying to answer a question for someone who is definitely dead. Yeah, this person's about to be definitely dead too. Okay. I, I, the, qu- the question is, what is Nemo's mailing address? But he's here, and this letter got to us. I think that we need Should to put some. Let's not say that he's here. Okay, he's not here, but this letter got to us. I think that maybe we need to put some sort of like you know uh, rules associated with the questions that people can ask. <laughs> Like, what is your mailing address? Seems like a strange question to mail someone. <laughs> uh, Why do we have to answer questions, you know? Especially when the person asking the question is a liar. Well, let's, like, I feel like we're playing a lot of protective things right now. Uh, Nemo, what do you think about this? Um, that sounds very scary. Please do not give out my personal information. You sent this person a wreath of roses. No, I did not. Well, it says that, they, that you did. Well, like I said, a liar. But I didn't do that. So you oh. said you would put this person in one of your books. You know, <laughs> I think I, know, I think I know what happened. Tamlin, would you come in here, please? What? Tamlin, you know how Uncle Tris has been telling you. I can't hear you. Tamlin, speak would up. you please come in here for a second? I don't want to. I'm busy. Busy with what? With what, Tamlin? Nothing. I, so, oh, that that's even more like suspicious. Something. Hold on, I'll be right there. Oh. What? What is it? Tamlin, you know. well, okay, what's Tamlin dressed like right now? <laughs> uh, so his face is covered in makeup, and he has on one of Bacta's shirts that he has drawn like a little tuxedo onto. <laughs> Buddy? Yes? What were you working on? Nothing. You look real good. Thank you. I love how you've destroyed Bacta's property. <laughs> I mean, it's a watch shirt. It's barely destroyed. No, it's... It's pretty destroyed. It's not destroyed. I mean, it's definitely destroyed. It's not. It's different than. It's my tuxedo, and it's fine. Tamlin, you know how Uncle Trist has been telling you bedtime stories about his life as a international space rogue. Yeah. And you know how Uncle Trist has also put you in charge of organizing all of the fan mail that we get on the ship. Yes, because it'll teach me to to read. Tamlin, you like you learn to read. Like I learn to read from hard work. A natural talent. Tamlin, you haven't okay, been... Okay, a lot of things are starting to... Tamlin, so you haven't been prodigy. responding to any of those letters, have you? Of course I have. <laughs> Hold on, we don't we don't know for sure that this is what happened yet. Did you maybe respond as Nemo to some of these letters, Tamlin? Yes. Or were you ambiguous about who was responding to the letters? Well, I... The ones that you told me to write, I wrote. I told you to write joke threats to Bacta. That's no. the only ones that I told you to write. That's not true. Wait a minute. Have you been writing these things to me? He's... Well, no, of course I have you not. have not. <laughs> I am not culpable at all in this. You can't stick nothing on me, Bacta. Tamlin? He looks worried, and then he winks at you in a questioning manner. 
Okay, you need to teach him how to wink more discreetly. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, everyone's fun. looking at him. It would be impossible to wink. All right, everyone, look at Ledic. Now wink, wink discreetly. You can't even see. <laughs> I hate that I can't refute that. Tamlin, I want you to know that you're not in trouble, okay? You are not in trouble. But what you have done is You've made emotional damage you. to a, a, a woman. Why did I do that? I don't know why. I didn't do that. Okay, okay. I just wrote what Uncle Tris told me to write. Wait a minute, you told him what to write? I mean, I was I told him stories of what did Uncle real Trist things tell I've done. you to to send a wreath of roses? Yeah. Okay, wait. Hold on now. Did I tell him to send a wreath of roses? Yes. Okay, yes, I did do that. <laughs> oh, you know what? Yeah, this was a joke that I was playing. Have you been sending my fans roses? Who who is that question addressed to? To you. To me would be the yes. Why would, would be, you do that? Don't oh, do hold on, that. Hold on, hold on. Okay. You don't don't write as me. Here's what what happened. Here's what happened. I was telling Tamlin some bedtime stories, and I was drunk. Okay. And some and it of these letters. Count when you're drunk. Some of these letters. <laughs> some of these letters were very suggestive in nature, and so I had Tamlin pin some responses. Okay. It was all in the sake of telling a good story. All of this. Why would this even? Why are my fans addressing letters to the ship? Yeah, that's another really good question. Everyone who sends a letter to the ship gets my business card with the ship's comms on it. And if she... Also, wait a minute, Lenik is the president of the Nemodian Sparks fan club. I was wondering about that. The Minoc chapter? Yeah, I enrolled all of you guys. What? I enrolled all of you Is guys. that what my inbox is all <laughs> clogged? Yeah. Uh, I want... Okay, so here's the thing. I'm the president, and per capita, my chapter based on its region has the highest enrollment rate 100 percent of the people in the region where my chapter is based are enrolled in the fan club so i get extra perks look we're getting pretty far away from the matter at hand which is this woman has been emotionally run through the ringer by you but and a child and a child by me and a child it's not my fault because because it's not my fault because uncle just told me to do it and it doesn't count when he's drunk all right tamlin here's what I'm, you're gonna do i'm gonna agree with about 50 percent of what you said <laughs> tamlin you are going to continue to write letters to this woman what <laughs> listen to me hear me out you are going to develop an illness it is going to be chronic and it will kill you over the course of no, the no, tamlin in the letters but then over the course over the course of the next eight months you are going to die, okay? You're going to kill off the character of Nemo in these letters. That's not That's not how my character Books feels. Books are going to keep coming out. Okay. And it's completely against my character. <laughs> They're going to be posthumous, okay? Wait, it's, a, it's against your character to die? That's not a character trait. No. Yes, death <laughs> comes for us all, Tamlin. <laughs> Nemo, help me out. That's not a character trait, well, is it? Well, it can be. There's this whole line of fiction just based on immortality and how it affects sentient hey, beings. Hey, Nemo, what are you doing right now, buddy? <laughs> we are trying to help you out of this situation. Unless you just want to marry this woman? Am I getting that you want to marry, you this, marry woman? this woman? I have I've never met this woman. No one so has. There's I, no picture? Yeah, I'm Nobody not, knows. What I'm, if what if Tamlin's being catfished? <laughs> Tamlin's catfishing! <laughs> that was another thing that I was thinking though. What is this is very, very direct. What is this is someone from the Empire trying to find Nemo? Why would someone from the Empire want to marry Nemo? <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Okay, I think, Tamlin, the thing that you should take away from all of this is that Trist is wrong. <laughs> and that 
You don't clear yourself from responsibility just because you can blame it on someone else. It's also illegal to open other people's mail. Please do not open any more of my mail. Those are the empires. Yeah, we are we are space pirates. Also, while Bact is giving that speech to Tamlet, I give him a very discreet wink. <laughs> When you think it was a discreet wink. Uh, a wink. <laughs> you say wink, too. I say wink. I always do. His brow furrows in confusion, and he winks. Tamla, can I ask you a real quick question? Yes? If everyone on the ship was dead, which one of us would you eat? Hmm. Everyone on the ship is dead? And we do have except to eat you. one person. Except Everyone except me is already dead, mm-hmm. and I have to eat someone. To survive. To survive. Mm-hmm. I think I'd probably eat Tony. Well, you watch your mouth. No, you because... You watch your mouth, you stupid little kid. Because... <laughs> no, we can't eat Tony. Tony's off the table. Tony's... Yeah, Tony's not a person, so... Okay, well... Okay. Well, uh, either he's not a person, or he's on the table, and he can be eaten. So I want you to make a decision right now, Lenik. Tony's a person, but so help me, if anyone eats him, I will come back from the grave and haunt you. Okay, Tony comes with a ghost haunting. <laughs> if well, you eat Tony, you get haunted. I, but then I get to see Uncle Lenick again. Ooh. So that'd be nice. Oh, you're throwing me for a loop here, pal. <laughs> Is this going to last much longer? I have stuff to get back to. <laughs> no, you go You go get back to it, okay? Okay. Thanks. And right. he gives another <laughs> very confused, hesitant wink. Proud of that kid, you know? proud of that kid. I'll really need to spend more time teaching that kid away from you. I really wish someone else would take a share, you know, because I see, I feel like I teach him most of the time. We should so, buy him a real tuxedo. So the resolution of all of this, I think, right, is that nobody's opening my mail anymore, and also we'll write this person a po- polite, we'll decline politely. Yeah? No, I don't think, I don't, I don't I think anybody that, got no. that from what we were talking about. <laughs> oh, anyway, well, I hope that over. Dear Victor, hello, fellow clone. I too have been having difficulties since leaving, quote unquote, the surface. Unlike you, I have been very lonely and have had no success with females of any species. Do you have any advice? I would like to know how you managed to attract the attention of a beautiful Jedi. Seriously, hook a brother up. Jealous on Javen. What was that, your what? Jedi thing? That was like five years ago, right? Yeah, that was that was uh, quite some time ago. And what's been going on since then, huh, pal? Uh, I'll tell you what. I sleep next to him. Hot nothing's been going on. You okay. Sleep, well, you don't sleep, sleep next to he me. He doesn't sleep. I don't sleep. I okay. would know if yeah. you were next to me at any point. And I don't sleep, and it's for completely different reasons, if you know what I'm saying, okay? <laughs> you sleep in the same bunk with Lena. Yeah, I know Tim where I sleep, okay? Nothing is happening there. Well, y- y- but the point is nothing's happening for you either, buddy. Uh, you know, I-, I will agree with Tristan that I'm probably not the best person to come to for romantic advice. Uh, the closest thing that I've had to any sort of romantic entanglement was uh, with a superior officer, and uh, that didn't really pan out into anything. And uh, she died. The most tense moment that we had together was on the day that she died. That is correct. Um, Yikes. So Way to be a downer. Also, well, lots of downers sometimes, Lenick. So oh, don't crap where you eat is the other thing, right? I mean, like you don't want to date a girl from work, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I mean, it works out that way. I mean, if people are passionate about the things that they do. Yeah, she was in a bend with. Uh, well, that didn't turn out very well, did it? We don't talk about that, remember? Yeah, you you don't talk about it because there's clearly oh, some emotional. Right. No, no sometimes there. people don't talk about things because they're happy memories and they want to save them for themselves. <laughs> or maybe she just died. Or maybe she died. 
hey, the only woman Baptist ever loved died, so maybe he's like a black widow, huh? Mm. I do not think that's the case. I mean, there's only one way to find out. <laughs> I, I don't think that you're in any position to assume otherwise. I feel like two slightly romantic scenarios is not nearly enough evidence to confirm or deny me being a black widow. Okay, we'll set you up a dating profile real quick. We'll have you look at a bunch of pictures of women. The first one you fall in love with, we'll call her up and see if she's dead. Well, I have a question, says Namorian Sparks. Probably that uh, hut kidnapping. How many people have you kissed? I've kissed two people. Okay, and how many of those people have died? Okay. This is not a good way. Narratively, he is a black widow. No, no, that's only two people. Okay, you have you, a kiss of death. You have to kiss one of us on the ship. No, 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 no. All right, you gotta kiss Tony. Well, Tony's not a person, so it probably won't work. Okay, you watch your mouth. <laughs> also, 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 it's it's women that he's kissing that are dying. Well, how many men have you many? kissed? I've kissed zero men. Well, he's in a romantic sense. <laughs> <laughs> No, oh, as a college bet. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> the, okay, so uh, the clones from the Eastern Wing would greet each other by kissing on the cheek. Okay, how many of them are dead? <laughs> uh, I'm going to say 70 to 90%. Yeah, those are pretty good odds for you being a Black Widow, dude. Okay, but wait, if all was a Black Widow, wouldn't all clones be a Black Widow? Why? Because we're clones. That are you saying you're all the same? You think being oh, a black widow is genetic? Mm-mm. Well, yeah, wouldn't Mm-mm. it be genetic? But there are also, aren't I'm there slight like changes? Of, like, yeah, some of you a... have different hair color. Is that all just well, dying? No, no uh, that's all dying. Yeah. All of it? Yes. I just, I saw someone with, like, pretty short hair, and it's like, why would you maintain that? That seems ridiculous. Be, well, for, to keep an identity. Okay. And your identity is being a black widow. I get it. Um, nope, nope. Okay. So It's weird yes. to think that uh, being a black widow would be tied to genetics. Typically, people think it has something to do with fate or magic or the force. Yeah, or... I think it's probably a curse that a witch put on you. Have you crossed any witches? I know for a fact you've crossed a force witch. Yeah, okay. definitely, definitely crossed crossed witch. Yes, I have we angered witches. At this moment, crossing a force witch. But, yeah, I'm pretty sure the she... First time, so the first time somebody that I loved died mm-hmm. was, not, was before I angered a witch. Because I think Asajj Ventress did not know that I was a wife. Maybe she could see the future. Yeah. Or maybe you angered a witch with the general hubris thinking a clone could deserve love. Whoa! Okay. You unlock a couple seconds away. We're talking in maybes here, people. I'm throwing out theories, okay? This is not how you... Brainstorming, there are no bad ideas. Yeah, that, that theory is locked. You are inches from getting punched in the face. You could offer a counter theory. Yeah, I think I've had rotten luck. I was going to say, before we got on this whole line of talking about whether or not I deserve love, that even though I haven't had many romantic entanglements, I feel like I've made a few friends, at least... Lenick, I feel like I'm friends with Lenick. Yeah, as long as you don't kiss me, we're fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat, though. I mean, I'm too young to die. I ain't trying to get kissed. Yeah, I'm just you? saying that if you want to make friends, you have to you have to trust people, and that can be hard to do. But uh, if you let yourself trust people, then you can you can live a relatively happy life, even if everybody you kiss dies the day that you kiss them. Well, yeah. So like, we all trust you not to kiss give us. us a crazy clone witch death kiss. I'm going to kiss each and every one of you. I'd like to see you try. I would also like to see you try to kiss. Are we, gonna, are we playing tag? Kiss tag? 
Yes, kiss tag. Okay, back yes. to it, and we're playing t- kiss tag. Oh, you are, you are right. You are on the road to getting eaten by bread. <laughs> uh, I hope that helps you, jealous on Javen. Uh, remember to trust people and be picky about the people you trust because they might just tease you about the fact that uh, people that you kiss die. And don't cross a witch. Never cross a witch. That's a real important lesson.